guys, it's Christina Rodriguez again. Um, I know it's been a while um, since my last podcast episode. Um, just because I've been busy with Christmas, um, signing up for spring classes, getting a job, um, and I haven't been feeling that great. But I decided since, even though it's 10 o'clock at night, I just got home and my son is sleeping, so I think right now is a great time. Um, so last episode I said I was going to talk about my pregnancy journey because just to give something lighthearted and because I know a lot of the past episodes are kind of heavy. So I just wanted to throw something in there that was lighthearted and easy to talk about. Um, there's no trigger warnings. I'm just going to talk about my pregnancy, um, how I found out when I found out, and my pregnancy throughout the pandemic, which honestly for me wasn't that bad at all. Um, but yeah, okay, so I'm just going to start. Okay, so I found out I was pregnant October 24th. Um, I didn't really have any signs of pregnancy, to be honest. Um, I wasn't, I never really paid attention to any of my periods either. My periods came towards the end of the month, month, and I would always, I always knew that. And I I didn't even test at the end of the month. Well, kind of. The 24th, I guess you could say, is at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, I guess I... Wasn't really paying attention to my period. My periods just came when they came. Um, I never really kept track. I didn't really have nausea, um, food cravings, um, or anything like that. I felt fine. But my boyfriend and I were trying to have a baby. So I decided to go to Myers in the morning on October 24th. And I got a pregnancy test and took it in Myers. Obviously, I paid for it, and it came back positive. Um, I was in shock, but I was also very happy. Shock and happy. So I was walking around Myers trying to think about what to do. I was going to surprise my boyfriend with the news. So I was trying. I was walking around. I kept looking at the test, um, and then I finally just got a onesie, uh... Well, an outfit, an elephant outfit for his first coming home outfit. And got a bag and put the test with the clothes. Um, and then I surprised him when I got home with it. Um, so that was in October. So obviously COVID and the lockdowns and all that didn't happen until March. So we were able to do all of our ultrasounds together. So my boyfriend was able to come to every ultrasound, luckily. Um, And yeah, it was very interesting to see our son on the, like, as first time parents. I, it's just, if you're not a parent, you don't understand the feeling, but seeing that baby for the first time on the ultrasound is just awesome and it's amazing and it's just you fall in love instantly so and then 
Right as soon as I took those pregnancy tests, though, I feel like all of the symptoms came at once. So I had nausea, morning sickness. Um, so yeah, that was terrible. I had I was prescribed Zofran. Um, but I hate throwing up. I feel like a lot of people, like everyone, hates throwing up, honestly. Um, like one time I was craving a cucumber, so I ate a cucumber, and I eat cucumbers with vinegar and salt. And then I was craving uh, hot Cheetos. So I thought enough time had passed from the cucumber. So I got the hot Cheetos and ate them, and my stomach did not agree with it so i i puked i threw up and the hot cheetos literally burned my throat coming up and that was just terrible so i have i have eaten hot cheetos again but not while i was pregnant it was terrible um so the morning sickness lasted until like 15 weeks um the zofran really helped um, so yeah, that was nice. Uh, we found out we were expecting a boy in February 20th. Um, so that was exciting, you know? Like, it was, it, it's just amazing, those archer sounds and seeing the details because we did a 3D archer sound as well and just seeing the facials, the face his face, I'm sorry, and just like him moving around, seeing him move around, that was exciting. Like, I miss going to those appointments and just seeing him. I'm happy he's here, but I miss obviously seeing him on the screen. Um, I don't know, I miss the whole thing. Um, so February 20th, we found out we were expecting a baby boy, and we knew right away, we picked out names like the day we found out I was expecting um so our girl name was Adeline Rose and then our boy name we decided to give him two middle names because we liked both and both went with the first name and last name so our son's name is Elijah Isaac Leo Johns um so yeah we just think it flows nicely we loved all the names um so yeah so my pregnancy went smooth obviously the pandemic happened and i didn't after that 20 week ultrasound i really didn't have any more ultrasounds at all so it was just your basic appointment the doctor like your blood pressure weight they ask you questions um they measure your how many weeks you are uh pee test obviously um, and then I just had the glucose test as well. Um, and people made me so afraid, and this was before the pandemic as well. People made me so afraid to do it, like people were saying it's disgusting and all that. Um, so my boyfriend was allowed to go to that one with me because it was before the pandemic. And it was honestly, it was just a regular checkup. And then my OB asked me, if I ate anything and I said yes I ate like crackers because I've heard stories of where you're not allowed to eat you can eat certain things 
I didn't know I was going to have the glucose test that day. Um, but yeah, he said, that's fine. So I went and got the glucose test and I got the like lemon lime flavor. And honestly, it was not that bad. I just chugged it. You have like, I believe seven, five to seven minutes to drink it. I believe the lady said. So I just chugged it, took a break and chugged it again. And honestly, it wasn't that bad. Um, but my stomach was like empty because I only had, I believe, crackers that day. So you can't, if you throw up, you have to redo it. And I honestly did not want to redo it. So I was just nauseous for the whole hour wanting food. Because I knew my stomach was upset because I was hungry. Um, so I passed with flying colors, luckily. So I didn't have to take the three-hour one. Um, and then the pandemic happened. Um, so lockdowns, pregnant women weren't allowed, were only allowed to go to appointments alone. Um, which sucked, of course, because you want, if it's your first time... You want your boyfriend, husband, whoever with you, a support person. Um, even if it's like your fifth time, you still want that person. It's still a different pregnancy and all that. But I understood. And anyways, we already had all of our ultrasounds done. So, again, he wasn't really missing anything big. Um, so... So February, we found out we were expecting a boy, and my pregnancy was just easy. Um, morning sickness subsided, 15 weeks. Um, I didn't have gestational diabetes. It was just a normal pregnancy, basically. Um, I didn't... I, I did have a job, and then... The CDC said COVID was a risk to pregnant women and unfetuses before they, before it was really tested out, I guess you could say, if it really was. Uh, they didn't know how COVID affected unfetuses. So to be better safe than sorry, I asked my OB if he could write a note so I could leave work. And he did. So I left work and my boyfriend and I got applied for an apartment and we got accepted but it took some time to move in so we were living at his dad's house um with his dad's girlfriend and their four kids and it was just crazy and me and his dad's girlfriend did not really get along it was like a it's sometimes we got along sometimes we didn't I don't know uh, what was the problem really but, you know, we slept in the basement, and I am actually kind of happy that I had my pregnancy throughout the pandemic, throughout 2020, because it was just easy going for me, at least. Like, I could just sleep and relax. I went for lots of walks during the spring and summer before my son, before our son was born. Um... But I will say, the having to pee, like, every second was terrible. 
Um, I did go out to stores. Obviously, I wore masks um, and washed my hand or used hand sanitizer when washing hands weren't available. I took all the precautions. I just didn't want to be stuck in a house and just going out and going baby shopping really made me excited. Um, but yeah, but obviously going out, I had to pee like every second, like literally every second I felt like I had to pee. So it was terrible. Like that's one part of pregnancy I'm not really missing. Um, because I could drink like one sip of water and I would have to go pee. Um, so the pandemic was, yes, it was terrible for so many people and there was so many deaths and so many people going through things alone without family members and it was an isolating time for so many people and I understand that and so many pregnant women were upset that they couldn't have their support person at their checkups but honestly in my from my experience i loved it um it gave me time to really enjoy my pregnancy without people like wanting to see me without it just it was nice i did file for unemployment obviously because i wasn't working and we needed the money. So that helped a lot. Um, so yeah, my pregnancy, it flew by though. It did flow by. Um, we finally, my boyfriend and I, we moved into, we got to move into our apartment in May. Um, so yeah, we got our apartment set up. Luckily before our son was born. Um, my due date was June 29th. But I had him a little earlier. Um, so, yeah, we moved into our apartment. We set up our son's nursery. nursery. Um, yeah, I was just excited. I didn't really have that nesting feeling. Um, I had, I mean, I still got things done. I just didn't have that, like, urge to do it. Um, so, the pandemic... Speaking of the pandemic, it's ruined a lot of things for so many people. Birthdays, weddings, and baby showers. But since it was my first baby and my boyfriend's first baby, we decided to safely do a baby shower. We only invited family members and close friends. We were, we were like, seen anyways. But we, we were in close contact throughout the pandemic and obviously we said if they wanted to wear masks they could they could have um if they were sick they couldn't come that's just the way it was but it was small there wasn't that many people there but it was just I feel like it's a milestone and I know so many people canceled theirs but it was just really important to me to do it and my boyfriend so we did it um and it was nice it wasn't big it was just close people that love love us and wanted to celebrate uh, the new family member so we had it in june um and it, it was 
It was nice. At the beginning of June, we had it. Um, we got so many things. Um, he was, Elijah was already spoiled. Um, before he was even born. <laughs> so, it was just nice. Uh, the pandemic took away lots of stuff from so many people, but to just celebrate this new life coming into the world with people we love and who love us was just awesome. So, that's a pregnancy story. Um, towards the end of my pregnancy, um, my ankles would swell up and they would hurt. So we lived, before we moved into the apartment, we lived in the basement. We slept in the basement of his dad's house. So we had to walk upstairs. And my boyfriend, throughout my pregnancy, worked nights. So he would go in at like 10 and and get back home at like 6, 6.30ish or 7, 7.30ish. Um, so I would be alone and... I could not sleep all the time, so I would be up, like, watching TV until, like, by the time he came home, I would be going to sleep. But towards the end of my pregnancy, my ankles swelled up, so every time I had to go to the bathroom, I would have to walk up the stairs. And, oh my gosh, my legs would hurt. Like, they were, it was painful walking. Um, I did it though, um, but I cried going up and down the stairs. It was just painful. So I was happy that I finally gave birth. Um, but my pregnancy flew by. Um, I feel like the pandemic like really helped that. I feel like for some people, 2020 was just so slow, but for me, it was just so fast. Okay. So, now, my birth story. Um, and I love talking about it. So, the first ultrasound, they give you estimate based on the first day of your last period, which I couldn't really remember because, again, I don't keep track. So, it was, it was essentially June 28th. Then they did an ultrasound and said, oh, June 29th. So, it wasn't, like, that big of a, a off really off what it, what they originally said, just one day. But our son, Elijah, decided to make his appearance at 37 weeks and four days. Um, so June 10th, so I was 37 weeks, three days pregnant, June 10th. And, you know... <laughs> I didn't have any signs of labor coming up. Um, no, like, I didn't have contractions. I I did have my 30-week appointment. So towards the end, they have, like, weekly appointments. And so I had my 37-week checkup then. Um, they didn't check if I was dilated or effaced at all. Um, that was in the morning. So I came home. I just was relaxing, calming down. Um, I was starting to wash it. I washed his clothes and was doing more, was going to do more that day, but I just was tired. We didn't have our bags packed. And then we usually go to sleep around like nine. So I was laying in bed, 
getting comfy, ready to go to sleep, and all of a sudden, I felt this gush of water, and I thought I peed myself. So I got up really quick, rushed to the bathroom, and it was clear liquid, like no smell or like a, a kind of sweet smell. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? It's not pee, obviously. I don't know what it was. So I called the hospital and they obviously told us to come in so they could test me and see if I it was my water. And, oh my God, we did not have any bags packed. So we were panicking, packing bags, uh, and we took a whole lot of stuff we didn't really need. Um, we took diapers and the hospital provides diapers. So it was really interesting. Um, and on the way to the hospital, like, if your water has broken on its own, you know that it's like, const it doesn't stop. It const it, oh my gosh. So it just felt weird. Water was coming out. It wouldn't stop. So finally I got to the hospital. We, we finally got to the hospital. And they tested my water, they tested the, yeah, they tested my water to see if it was my water, and it was. Uh, they checked to see how dilated I was, and I was two centimeters dilated, and I was having contractions, but I couldn't feel them. Um, so they decided to keep me, and we got to the hospital around 10-ish. So they moved us to a different room, and they were going to induce me with Pitocin, but they Decided not to do it for a couple of hours to see if I'll naturally go into labor. Because they didn't want me to be in pain all night. Which I appreciate. I love those nurses. I appreciate them not starting it right away. Um, so we got to the room. And my boyfriend fell asleep. Um, so with COVID restrictions you could only at the hospital I delivered at which was in Traverse City um you could only have one person uh you had to wear masks in the hallway and when nurses or a doctor were in the room um so obviously we did that my boyfriend fell asleep but I could not I could not sleep so I was watching tv and then at 2 a.m I got tested for covid it was negative, um, oh, like around one and it took an hour, so two I got the results. At 2 a.m. I got the results. And then they decided to start me on Pitocin around then, I believe. Um, and oh my gosh, Pitocin made the contractions so much worse, like so much stronger. Um, and obviously it was just a shock to me. Um... So, you know, my boyfriend woke up, obviously, since I was in pain, and my birth plan was to go all natural, like no epidural, at least, um, and no C-section if we could avoid it. Um, so to help with the contractions, I walked around, I changed positions, um, I had my boyfriend push on my back with every contraction. Um, yeah, it was painful. Like, giving birth is no joke. Like, when I was younger, I used to be like, oh, that can't be too painful. And now that I've experienced it, I'm like, women are just, oh, 
amazing. We need to get awards for giving birth. Um, but, you know, my labor was an easy one in all honesty. It wasn't that bad. Like, it was just like quick, quick, quick. I was in labor for 13 hours. Um, so, the Pitocin just sped things along. They didn't really check if I was dilated a whole lot. I think they checked it a total of three times. Like, the first time I got there and two other times. Because they didn't want to... Once your water breaks, you get a risk of... you Your risk of infection goes high. So, they just didn't want to do it and cause an infection. Um, but, yeah. Moving around and changing positions and just having my boyfriend push on my back really helped. Um, it's a mental game too. Like my, I cannot deal with pain. Um, it was just, I almost caved with the epidural, but then they said, so everyone, they have everyone sign of the form for the epidural. Um, but I did not want it at all. Like nothing against people who have it like. Oh my gosh, like, I, I almost did cave. I was so close to caving, to getting an epidural. But I wanted to try another method. So I didn't go really all natural. I did try another method of pain relief. So it was the IV medication. Um, S-T-A-D-O-L is how you spell it. Um, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. It does not numb you like an epidural does, so you still feel the contractions. You it just makes you dizzy, so you have you can't get up when you have it. Um, so I was laying in bed. I asked for it because I could not like I needed a break. So I asked for it, and they gave it to me, and it hit me instantly. It just made me. It kind of made me a little like high I want to say um I was talking crazy it made me dizzy instantly like I would like lift my head and I would just be dizzy but I was able to take a nap so the first time I got it I took a nap um I don't know how long I was I was asleep for but I could still feel the contraction so it was uncomfortable but it, it just helped a little so I could take a nap because I was exhausted because I did not sleep at all. So it felt nice. Um, and then they came back in and then I woke up and it was out of my system by then. So I was able to move around again and I did yell at my boyfriend. He was just pushing on my back and I was just like, oh no, my gosh, that's irritating. And then I wanted him to do it again. Um, I apologized, obviously, to him and the nurses because I was rude to the nurses as well. So I moved around and then I asked for the IV medication again. And it, I think two hours has to pass so you can get it another time. Um, so two hours passed and they gave it to me again. And... Um, I took another nap and then I woke up and my body just naturally pushing um, and I am a firm believer in listening to your body your body knows what to do 
like no matter who you're a man or a woman or a kid your body knows what to do so when you're giving birth your body and when you, your body knows when it's ready so i woke up i was kind of uh, potosian, the potosian, the potosian, and the IV medication. I feel like together combined made me a little nauseous, so I threw up a little. But the nurses came back in, and I said I need to push. Like water, my water was coming out, and all that. I was naturally pushing. So they said they would check me, and I was nine and a half centi- centimeters dilated, and they could feel. Elijah's head and they decided to let me push um so the doctor who gave birth to Elijah was taking her sweet time coming I was just pushing and pushing and they said they asked me to stop pushing but I said no um during my pushing I did refuse to wear a mask because I don't like I don't think anyone should wear a mask while giving birth um I respect wearing a mask when pe- there, when we go out in the hallway or when nurses come in the room, but I can't, I, no, I can't imagine giving birth with a mask on. I know that makes me sound like I don't care about the rules, but I just don't think it's right. Um, so I was naturally pushing and the nurses said if he's born before the doctor comes here, they'll deliver it. They'll deliver him. Um, luckily, like 15 minutes later, a doctor came. It might have been less than 15 minutes. It felt like a lifetime. Um, but by the time she got there, I already pushed for about like five minutes. Okay, she was, she came in in like five minutes. But I was just exhausted, like the contract, like giving birth just makes, going through labor makes you exhausted. So I just asked them to like give me a C-section because I was over it. I could not push anymore. But I did it. I did push. Um, but I will be honest. Okay, this is TMI, trigger warning, whatever you want to call it. So when you get the epidural, the thing about the epidural is it's supposed to numb you from the waist down. So you can't feel anything. Um, it blocks. It blocks out the contractions. You're just numb. So you can't really move. So I'm guessing you can't feel when your baby is coming out. I'm not sure because I didn't get an epidural. Um, so you're numb when you get the epidural. So since I didn't get the epidural, I could feel everything. So there's this thing that's called the ring of fire. And literally... So, your two is 10 centimeters dilated. I was nine and a half. Um, so, when the head starts coming out, it stretches. <laughs> it stretches that skin. And the ring of fire, it literally feels like your vagina is on fire when the head comes out. Um, so, oh my, by that, when the head, when his head started coming out, I wanted, I seriously wanted to stop pushing. I, ugh, and again, I was exhausted as well. 
but I finally got his head out. And after the head is out, the rest is easy. Um, for me, it was at least. It was just easy. But finally, he was born. Elijah was born um, at 11.17 a.m. So I pushed for 15 minutes, was in labor for 13 hours, give or take. <sighs> and by the time he was born, I was exhausted. Um, but I was also in love and ecstatic and just happy and just over the moon. So many emotions. Um, so we delayed cord clamping. Um, and yeah, he was, they laid him on my chest and that moment they laid him on my chest, that first cry even, I just felt, oh, so much love for this little human being that relied on me and his father for care and all of that. It was just a life changing moment. Um, so... I finally got to eat, so while they were, like, taking his weight and temperature and all that and height, we finally got to order lunch, um, and since my boyfriend couldn't go out and come back, so he had to stay until I was discharged, so my, I, my first plan at the beginning when I made a birth plan was to get McDonald's as my first meal because I'm obsessed with McDonald's, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, so my first meal was like a cheeseburger from the cafeteria. Um, so, yep, hospital food isn't that great, I will be honest, but it was something, and I was hungry. Um, I did tear, but I only had two to three stitches. Um, the doctor had to retake them out too and redo them. So I was just like laying there with my feet wide apart with my son on my chest. Just, uh, um, so I ate some food. They swaddled Elijah and they asked me, so like an hour later, they asked me if I wanted a shower. Uh, I said, yes, the... IV medication was still kind of inside of me, so I was still kind of dizzy, but the nurse helped me. But just that first shower after you give birth, oh, it was like heaven. Like, I felt gross and sticky and sweaty and like I had blood all over me. It just felt nice. Um, So we finally got like about... So I got, I gave birth at 11.17, I took a shower like an hour later, around noon, and I, we finally got to the recovery room, um, at like one-ish, or two-ish, one to two, I don't really remember, um, and I'm going to be honest, it was, it, I was in so much pain, obviously from the stitches and giving birth, um, I was exhausted, but I did not sleep at all. The only time I slept throughout that whole hospital stay was the two times I had got the IV medication. So, ugh, 
So I stayed up all night. And the nurses kept check coming in every two hours to check me and Elijah. So maybe that's also why I couldn't sleep. So I was just letting Elijah sleep, letting my boyfriend sleep. And I was just awake. I was also in pain. Um, so Elijah was born June 11th. And then we got to be discharged June 12th. So we got home. And yeah. It's, it's been six months already. Almost seven months on the 11th. But for the, so the first few weeks... Five weeks I stopped bleeding, but I was still sore, so moving around was terrible. Um, but I stopped bleeding around five weeks. I had my six-week checkup, and my stitches were gone, and I was fine. Um, and I got on birth control in August. I got the next born. Um, so that, so I can't have any more kids yet. Um, but... Almost seven months with Elijah, and it's just been an adventure. Um, so this is not how I wanted to end. I'll talk about this more and about the whole six, seven months with Elijah later. He is awake and crying, so he's hungry. Um, so I have to go feed him, and I have to go eat some food as well. So my next episode will be about just... The six months with Elijah, almost seven months, and where I am, how happy I am with motherhood. So, and that's, so it's also another, gonna be an, another lighthearted episode. Um, so I will talk to you all soon, and hopefully I will get it done soon. Um, but until then, I hope you all have an amazing night, day, weekend, month, oh, I... Also hope all of you have a amazing 2021. 2020 was a, a challenge for so many people and it did have a challenges for me. Um but I hope 2021 is a better year for everybody and everyone has a has a healthy and happy 2021. Um I will do my next episode hopefully this week. Okay? And I will talk to y'all later. Have a nice night, day, week, month. Bye.